Jimmy Allen and Speed Robertson have been offered a contract to do some flying in the production of a movie. Speed has arranged to get a month's leave from Grand National Airways in order to go to Hollywood and take the job. However, Nails Ballou has appeared on the scene insisting that the movie job is his and threatening both Speed and Jimmy if they dare leave for Hollywood. Speed and Jimmy have called his bluff, for we now find the two pilots in the office of Mr. Milliken, president of Mammoth Pictures. They are waiting for the movie executive. Oh, gee, Speed, these movie lots are sure full of interesting sights. I'd like to spend the whole day out here. Yeah, it's quite a place, all right, Jim. I had no idea myself they were so large. I hope we get to meet some movie stars. And, gee, I want to see them take some pictures on those big sound stages, too. Don't worry, kid. You'll have plenty of opportunity. Gosh, I'm certainly glad Grand National Airways gave you that 30-day leave. Yeah, Grand National Airways can't be beat. They've been okay with us. Oh, they're a swell outfit, all right. Hey, by the way, Jim, I meant to tell you yesterday, but it slipped my mind. I had a talk with the CAA boys here. I guess that bunch of gangsters and Rip and his paw are just going to do a little time. Oh, I hope they put them all away for a long while. Yeah, the federal men got a complete confession from Rip Bender implicating Sugar and Ace. Oh, boy, I hope they get that guy, Ace. Well, they won't bother us for a long time. You can bank on that. You know, Speed, it would have given me great pleasure to be alone with that guy, Ace, for just about five minutes. Good morning, boys. Sorry to keep you waiting like this. Oh, hello, Mr. Milliken. Hello. Did you enjoy your trip around the lot here? Oh, we surely did, Mr. Milliken. I was just telling Speed I'd like to spend the whole day here. That's a mighty interesting place, Milliken. Well, now, boys, what about the proposition we discussed in Kansas City? I talked to the officials at Grand National Airways, and they've given me 30 days' leave in order to take this job. That's fine. And how about you, Mr. Allen? Oh, I'm ready to start at once. Excellent. I think you'll like this kind of work and can help us a lot in making the air action absolutely realistic and true to combat conditions. Well, we'll do our very best. I'll have the office draw up the contracts and submit them to you for your approval. Now, boys, as I told you, the story we're going to film has as its background the air forces of World War II. The director of the picture will be Donald Stewart, quite famous as a director, you know. Oh, yes, I've heard of Mr. Stewart. Well, you'll be directly under his orders. Now, I want you, Mr. Allen, to do all of the actual flying for the hero of the story, who is a young American flying officer. That is, you'll double for him in all shots requiring any flying. Yes, sir, I, I think I can do that. And you, Mr. Robinson, will act as technical director in charge of all flying and air sequences. In other words, we're going to use your knowledge of fighting in the air under combat conditions to the best possible advantage. We want this picture to be technically correct in every detail. And your decision will be final in all matters pertaining to flying. Oh, I think I can do that all right, Mr. Milliken. Now, you'll have to work very closely with Don Stewart, and he's going to rely upon you for making the air action so absolutely realistic that even an old hard-boiled war pilot won't know that these scenes were taken in California instead of overseas. Yes, there's no question but what the authenticity of your air scenes will help the picture a whole lot. I'm firmly in accord with you in that respect. Good. Your work on location in the foothills of the Sierras, where all our outdoor shots will be made. Your living quarters will be there, and I think you'll find them very comfortable. Oh, gee, this certainly sounds like interesting work, Mr. Milliken. Yes, I think you'll like it. We've already employed some of the pilots who will work with you on location, and incidentally, Mr. Robertson, you're in charge of these men. Oh, who are they? I may know some of them. Well, the most interesting pilot we have is Reginald Ramsey, the famous English combat pilot whom we brought over here especially for this picture. Oh, is that so? Yes, I've heard of Ramsey. He was considered one of the hottest English pilots in the war. You and he may have met a many good thousand feet over Europe during the war, so the meeting here might be in the nature of a reunion. Oh, I know Ramsey. He's a fine man. As a matter of fact, I had a few flights with the squadron he was commanding. He's a mighty fine pilot, I'll tell you that. Oh, gee, think of that. A real English war ace. Yes, that's very interesting. Then we have under contract an American pilot with considerable war experience. I believe he was one of the oldest men to be actually flying on the front. He was also in World War I. The fact is, he has a son flying now, whom we also want to use in this picture. 
The son did some flying in the Pacific, I believe. I'm not quite sure about that. Oh, that sounds a lot like Harry Phelps and his kid. Yes, that's exactly who it is. You know them, then? Oh, yes, I've known Harry for a long time. I've also met his son, Roy. You see, uh, Harry was a pilot with Grand National Airways. I understand he had some airmail experience. Well, to be quite frank with you, Mr. Milliken, Harry Phelps was fired from Grand National Airways. From what I know about this job, as you outlined it, I don't think Phelps is going to be of much use to us. And I doubt very much if his son Roy will either. Yes, I know about Harry being fired, but I'll tell you, Mr. Robertson, he's a distant relative of mine, and I'd like to see him work in this picture if you can possibly use him. He needs the money badly. Oh, I see. Well, we'll try to use him, Mr. Milliken. I'll have a little talk with Harry, the first chance I get. Good, I'll appreciate anything you can do to help Harry out. He's on his way out to my office now, and he may be here before you leave. Oh, okay. I'll wait until he gets here. I'd like to have a little talk with him. Well, I must get over to the projection room to look at some rushes, so you'll have to excuse me. Now, the first thing you'd better do is to get in touch with Donald Stewart, the director. We'll go over the story with you. After you've read the story, you can figure out just about how many pilots you'll need and the type of flying equipment. Now, our company has a number of combat ships that we've used in other pictures. My secretary will find Stewart for you, and boys... There's a lot of work to be done, so you'd better get busy right now. Now, don't worry. We'll get right on the job. Oh, but say, by the way, Mr. Milliken, this pilot, Nails Ballou, just where does he enter in this picture? Nails Ballou is the man we had selected to handle the flying work which you were going to do. However, after a conference with some of our officials, we decided not to use him. I told him so when he followed me to Kansas City. Oh, do you, do you know Ballou very well? No, not well at all. I had a couple of conferences with him about this picture. It seems he drifted up here from South America, and uh, one of our stunt pilots, Tom Baxter, introduced him to me about a month ago. In fact, I met Ballou just before Baxter was killed working in a picture. From what Baxter told me, Ballou was a combat pilot and had a lot of experience in flying. I believe Tom told me that he was chief of uh, the Air Force for some country down in South America. Why do you ask? Do you know him? Oh, yes. Yes, I've known Ballou a long time. I know him in France. Well, as a matter of fact, we've investigated him and found that he was a pretty hard-boiled character. And there seemed to be some spots in his flying experience which he wasn't very willing to discuss. The whole deal looked sort of, well, not clean-cut. So we decided not to use him. He may be all right. I really have nothing against him. He's a hard-looking character. Well, I just wondered. I understood that he was interested in the picture. In fact, he made it very plain to me. Well, don't worry about him. Well, boys, your work's cut out for you, and there's plenty to do. Get in touch with Stuart at once, and I'll see you later. Well, Speed, I guess we do have a job cut out for us. Sounds like a lot of work. Yes, I don't think it'll be very easy. However, once we get our pilots together and get lined up on our ships, it'll be a lot better. Hey, you know, Jim, it's a good thing we induced Flash to join us out here. He's the best mechanic I ever run across, and he's had combat experience, too. <laughs> Flash acted like he didn't want to come. Oh, I knew he would, though. Uh, he can help out a lot. A good many of the ships we'll fly in this work will probably be ex-war equipment. Flash will be just a man to keep him running for us. Oh, boy, this sure sounds great. Gee, Speed, don't you think we'll have a lot of fun? Sure, sure. It'll be very interesting work, and we'll learn how they make movies. There's only one thing about this whole business I don't like. What's that, Speed? Well, this matter about Harry Phelps. Oh. Well, who is he, anyway? Well, Jim, Harry's a rather pathetic case. I first ran into him overseas. He was older than most of us, quite a bit older. How he ever happened to get in the Air Corps in the first place, I, I don't know. Was he a good pilot? No, he wasn't. He really had no business trying to fly. All the boys in his outfit used to make allowances for him, just trying to help him out. Because, oh, well, he's a likable sort of a guy. He got through the war all right, though. <laughs> he got by somehow or other. However, he let his squadron down badly a couple of times when they were in tight spots. He just seemed to lack nerve. You said he used to work for Grand National Airways. Yeah, yeah, he got a job as a mail pilot with us. He was just about the poorest man we'd ever had. 
And one night he bailed out of a ship when there was really no excuse for it, so we let him go. A nice fellow, Jim, but he just has no business in this flying game. Hmm. What about his son, Speed? I don't know anything about him. He's pretty young, though. Probably hadn't had much flying experience. I'd feel a lot more satisfied if we didn't have to bother with either one of them. Well, Mr. Milliken seemed anxious to have them both in the picture. Yeah, we'll have to use them somewhere or other, I guess. Now, that may be Harry now, Jim. Come in. Well, Speed Robertson, you old rascal. I hear you're going in the movie business. Ah, hello there, Harry. How are you? Just fine, Speed. And all ready to go to work for you. Meet Jimmy Allen, Harry. I guess you've heard of him. I certainly have. Glad to know you, Mr. Allen. Heard a lot about you. How do you do, sir? Glad to know you. Well, Speed, I guess you've had a talk with Mr. Milligan. Did you get all straightened out? Well, I believe so, Harry. Jimmy and I are here for about a month to do this war picture. That's the stuff. Say, Speed, did he say anything about me and my boy working in the picture? Uh, yes, he mentioned it, Harry. He said he'd like to have you do some flying with us. Well, you see, Mr. Milliken's a cousin of mine, and of course, with my combat experience, he naturally feels I'm cut out for a job like this. Yeah. yeah have you have you been doing much flying lately, Harry? Oh, I, I keep my hand in, you know. I'll get along all right, Speed. What about this son of yours, Harry? How long has he been flying? Well, you see, Speed, he... He learned to fly this past season. Of course, he hasn't had a whole lot of experience, but, <laughs> well, he's just a chip off the old block, Speed. Uh, look, Harry, uh, there's going to be some pretty tough flying in this picture. Oh, a number of air battles and dogfights, some bombing runs and dive bombing, a lot of stunning. We may even have to do one or two crashes. We probably will. You know, Harry, that's not the easiest kind of flying in the world. Well, now, look here, Speed. I wouldn't want the other pilots to know that I told you this, but I figure there'll be some shots where the flying won't be so hard. You know, there are bound to be some scenes where there's just some straight flying. Well, I thought, Speed, that you could use me in some shots like that. My boy will be handy to have around. Oh, you know, Speed. Well, Harry, we'll work it out somewhere or other. If this boy of yours hadn't had much flying, it seems to me it's getting him up there in pretty fast company, isn't it? Kind of rushing him a little too hard, aren't you, Harry? Well, Speed, I thought you'd sort of keep your eye on Roy. And Jimmy here, too, can look after him. He's a nice boy, and... Now, excuse me, Harry, I'll answer this phone. Hello? Yes, this is Robertson talking. Oh? Oh, yeah, Baloo. Now, listen, Baloo. I'm going to take this movie job, and that settles it. Now, let me tell you something else. I don't want you calling me or bothering me at all. Do you understand? That hard-boiled attitude of yours may work with some people, but it doesn't with me, so just forget it. Well, that's our little friend Nails Baloo, Jimmy. He's still trying. Was that Nails Baloo? I didn't know he was around. Listen, Speed, I... I guess I can't take this job. Oh, why? Listen, Speed, Baloo's after me. You don't know him like I do. If he sees me, he'll kill me. So Speed and Jimmy have become movie stuntmen for the moment. It looks like some exciting moments ahead for the two pilots... And what about Nails Baloo? Let's see what develops in the next air adventure of Jimmy Allen.